Welcome everyone to a brand new episode of Cued Up. This is episode three. Once again, I am joined by my beautiful, beautiful co-host for Cued Up this season, Miss Holly Lewis. Oh, love that intro. Hello. (laughs) Of course. I love that. (laughs) First and foremost, before we even jump in, what is your initial reaction of the first episode? Of this episode. Of this episode. I really liked it. I thought this was just a, I, so when I first saw that it was going to be a Lawrence episode, I was like, hmm. I mean, obviously we're interested to go what's going on with Lawrence, but I felt like it would have been a little slow, but this gave all the drama it was yes. highs, it was lows. It was, I really, really enjoyed this episode. Like it was heavy, but I liked it a lot. I loved it because it was another concise episode. Mm-hmm. I liked it because it felt like now we're kind of really getting into um, Lawrence and Condola's relationship as new parents, as co-parenting. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think it's funny because we talk about this podcast of queued up with insecure as being like a, a relatable episode, right? Like see, like season series that you and I can relate to. Right. I will say for the first time, because we don't have children. Right. (laughs) And that was my thought too. I thought the same thing. I was watching this and I was like, okay, I want to feel some type of way because I'm such a Lawrence fan and like, y'all know how I feel about Condola. But at the same time, I can't look at it from an aspect of like how I feel about the characters. I have to look at it like, I don't, first of all, I don't have no children. Second, like, I don't know how it is. I have my thoughts. I have my, we have to, we're going to go through it. because We're going to jump into it. And I agree with you because, because we don't have children. I mean, I have a niece and I was taking care of my niece. We'll get into that. But like, I think this is a very much like, are you team Condola? Or are you team Lawrence? And off the bat, from a woman's standpoint, I'm definitely team Condola. That is where we're going to have to talk because it's <laughs> I. It's not even about like, because I'm not looking at it as like, am I team Lawrence? Am I team Condola? I'm more so looking at it as who is handling this situation properly or who is handling the situation kind of correctly. And I think that's where it gets a little weird, but like murky. We, it's a, it's a, it's a little murky. Can't really see through this water. Um, but we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna get, we're, we're gonna talk about it. Cause I don't know. I really don't know. All righty. So, um, do you want to start us off Holly? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I don't have who direct, you know, you've got your gems of who directed and who did the, I don't. Oh, so I don't have who got directed. I don't know why I didn't write that down, but it was written by Jason Liu, who is a writer producer for insecure since 2016. And he's also written and produced the experiment okay. and the free world. Okay. I don't know why, how come I missed who directed it, but, um, I'll look that up in the midst of us talking. Okay. Um, yeah. So it's this episode, it started off where we left off with Lawrence and Issa. Um, and that helped us understand where the full moon came from because 
that was the first thing that they showed when Lawrence and Issa were standing by the car. And I guess Issa had just said, like, I don't think we should do this. The moon was in the background. So now we understand why the the, the full moon is is definitely a theme throughout this season. For them, um, right? With them. But maybe with other characters. I don't know. Like, we'll see. But um, and I think the full I think full moons are very pow- powerful in itself. Weird things always happen on a full moon night. But absolutely. So Lawrence goes back to his apartment and it's already boxes and things he was preparing to move to San Francisco um did it have a like one year later or anything so I feel like I blinked and he was in San Francisco but I'm like did I miss them saying there was time um no I didn't see that but they did if we fast forward a little bit further the episode we did find out like it was quote unquote nine months later right right okay okay so yeah so he ends up going back to San Francisco or not going back but moving to San Francisco really nice apartment he Um, I love the apartment I did exposed brick yes and And he looks so fresh he did very neat and put together (sighs) the Lawrence that Issa has just been waiting for but it's fine um so he we see him in his job we see him in you know taking lead yes uh like people were coming in and presenting a project and he decided to you know take the lead and take a hold of that project I thought that was really cool right we're seeing Lawrence be a boss yes which is I love that like I really love that for him he's he's finding what he likes and how he can do things so I think that was cool um, and then we see him going on a date. Very interesting <laughs> um, date. Very interesting date. It looked like it was a little awkward, um, but it looked yeah. like they were, they were like, just warming up to each other. I, it must have been like a first date. I think they were they were probably um, paired up with another person because she was like, oh, Melanie said you were from, from, from LA. LA. Yes, yeah. yes. So I think it was like a blind date type of thing, but I feel like that trolley joke helped kind of ease the awkwardness. And right, then he because, the text. Exactly. Because it was like typical questions that you ask somebody on a first date. If you're trying to get to know them, like, Oh, do you have any brothers or sisters? And mm-hmm. it's like all that, those kind of questions. And, but he was being really awkward. Like maybe he was nervous. He, I mean, he for sure definitely was. I mean, <laughs> but like for somebody to you could have just said like I'm not from LA I'm from so-and-so but he was like I am but not really like I guess and I'm just like Lawrence that was not a hard question like <laughs> we're making this weird boo like why are we doing Cause, this because it kind of sounded like she the implication behind him being from LA like it's almost like the maybe the way he felt she said it so you're like from Los Angeles like you know like maybe people from San Fran feeling some type of way about people from Los Angeles right, I don't know right I don't know you know that's a different coast I, I don't know child but I don't know I don't know shit about <laughs> the west coast sorry <laughs> um yeah so then he gets a text at the table and he's like oh shoot um my baby I think my first my firstborn or my my baby was just born she was yes. like, that's that that would be crazy right like she really 
did and not think he's he like, was telling the truth. No, my my my, my baby was just born. <laughs> I gotta go. Oh my goodness. Um yeah, so he gets to LA, takes a flight to LA, which I just want to point out that we saw a struggling Lawrence and now we're seeing a Lawrence that can afford a plane ticket every week. Yes, I looked it up. So the average flight from Los Angeles to San Francisco and back um, is an hour and a half. It's not a long flight, but I'm just talking about oh, yes. paying for a flight. The funds to be going every weekend. Like that's a level up. Like that's a level up in within. Listen, if I, Holly, can ever just say, you know what, tomorrow, I feel like going, I feel like flying to like Texas and just going. That is when I know that I've made it some way because I just think that that is, that to me means I'm successful. Like I can just buy a next day plane ticket. Yes. Do you, number one, looked at his outfit. Right. He works for some place called Sago Fund. I don't know. That's the name of his company. Right. Um, the, yeah. The fact that he just got on a plane on a whim, that's money. Exactly. I love that for him. And the fact that the his transition from, you know, not knowing what he wanted, being out of a job, sleeping on the couch, like him sleeping with, not sleeping with friends, but like, you know, what is it called? Couch hopping from friend yeah, to friend. I mean, rooming with friends. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, to see him like this is like incredible. Yeah, I love it. He really found his footing. He did. I'm so proud. Um, I'm <laughs> proud like I know him. Um, so yeah, so he gets to LA and Condola already had the baby. Um yes. the nurse greeted him, like, oh, you must be the must be the father you have a beautiful son was healthy wasn't much tearing like he was like yeah that's which is good for any woman the less good tearing, for any the woman better. but if they were in a actual relationship it would be good for the man too because you know the vagina would still be intact so yeah but like usually when a woman tears it's a lot of blood loss right so she that means she had a very good delivery Right. And we found out that the baby came earlier than expected. Right. Which is why he was not expecting to get that text in, right. a, in the middle of a date. Right. Um, <laughs> so he gets there. It is very awkward. Um, yes. It's like real I, uncomfortable. Is it? I believe from like the interaction, this is his first time meeting her family. Oh, yeah. That was, yeah. That he not, he hasn't, because her mom was like, it's, great to finally meet you his sister her sister was like oh this is him oh okay that's why the baby looks like that <laughs> what was kiki palmer who plays condola's sister i didn't get her name did they say her name um i want to say erica but i can find that out right yeah, because now. i'm like i didn't get her name and the mom because i know everybody's like oh my god she looks so familiar yeah. She is, I believe it's called, I believe, I believe her name is pronounced Layla Rockin. Yeah, yeah. From Waiting to Exhale. Yeah. She was big. She's a, like a big, um, like a African-American actress. Like she's like, like that, this is the she's fact that they're getting these people is pretty impressive. Icon 
iconic icons. characters icons yes um, i can't find what her name was like it's not popping up but we will get back to that yes um, and, I, and i also because i did watch the wind down now that i have hbo max yes. um we did say that condola was the guest yes and her name is christina elmore Yes. And we learned that she was actually pregnant and gave birth right before filming season five. Yeah. So I'm, I'm definitely going to get to that because I knew that, like, I, I knew that she was pregnant, like in real life. I didn't know um, that. But that is something. So, fa- okay. So since we were talking about that, but like fast forward to when they were interacting, yeah. like when they were at the, the baby's doctor we're going to get to that. But like, I, my first thought was, I do appreciate that they showed her postpartum body. Bali, I wrote that in my notes. Shout out to Insecure for showing the real life, a real postpartum body, postpartum body. Yeah. I, I was like, okay, like we're seeing a little pudge, like, and she's still wearing like fitted stuff. Like, it's like, listen, I just had a baby. This is my body. It's nothing I can do about it. But like, yes. I just really appreciate because you're you're so used to it. You know how well, I don't know what age I was when I found out that after you have a child, like the the belly just doesn't disappear, and that's what we're we're programmed to think because we see it so often. The snapback, like, yeah, on like Instagram or like on television shows that as soon as you have the baby, your the the bump is gone, right? And that is not a thing, like. <laughs> I, oh my God, there's so many things I learned about pregnancy where I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but yes, going back. So I, it was a very awkward exchange in the hospital. The family, I mean, the mom tried, but the sister already had some preconceived notions. Yes. About Lawrence. The guard um, was up. Up, up. Wall of China. Like it was unbreakable. Okay. <laughs> um, and even Condola was giving some weird energy because how she was like, look, she, like, she was like, hi, Lawrence. Like, like, what are you doing here? Right. right? <laughs> like, like, wait, what are you doing here? Right. I was like, okay, so this is weird. Um, but he ended up holding the baby, had a little connection with it, with the son, very cute little thing. Um, and then he was talking to his friends what's his name i don't remember but before that we actually find out the baby's name oh yes elijah, elijah mustafa, mustafa. <laughs> you could tell he they number one you could tell that they did not communicate about this name no he was so taken aback by that name mustafa though mustafa it was it's very strong is what is what I got. Very I mean, strong. I like the name Elijah. I do like Elijah, but damn, I do Mustafa. like Elijah. Um, Elijah Mustafa Walker Mustafa. is the name. Did I say it right? <laughs> Mustafa. Yeah. Because we had issues last episodes. We getting the names wrong. So no, I don't know. I was <laughs> get the names wrong. <laughs> Elijah Mustafa Walker. Okay. Um, yeah. So his name is Chad. His friend Chad. Um. He's staying at his house and basically Lawrence is saying like, she's, 
basically like she's saying i should be appreciative just because he gave she gave him the last name like yeah like already she did me a favor right she acted like she did me a favor right and he's like they're already treating me like i'm a deadbeat dad and chad was like the baby just came out like (laughs) no it's true how are they doing and i'm and i'm thinking the same thing i'm like what is because from the conversation that we saw that they had when she said i'm having this baby i'm not gonna put pressure on you right you can be there if you want to you cannot be there if you want to i completely understand that was the last conversation we saw so let's pretend that those that's the only conversation that they've had that conversation and then seeing them in the hospital why are you acting what is this energy like well because i guess you could tell in the nine months that you know there was very little communication between the two of them um condola definitely seemed like um I'm going to do this with or without you, like you said. And if you right. want to be involved, cool. But like, don't, I don't want to, I don't want to put words in her mouth, but I feel like from her perspective, she's kind of like, well, don't expect me to give you, wait, 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 wait. We, before I even say that, I think we learned later in the episode when they had that fight, but we'll get into that, where she said that, you know, she, like, she will give him updates or he will um, check in for updates. So like they right. didn't really have much communication throughout her pregnancy. He wasn't involved throughout her pregnancy mainly because either the conversation that they had prior to her her um you know her full term pregnancy where like he was like okay, I'll keep you involved and I'll give you updates but like she's you know the fact that she was surprised to see him means that like they didn't have any kind of prior communication as to like how involved he was going to be throughout the pregnancy and then what was going to happen between the two of them when it comes to co-parenting right but even looking at this situation I feel like it's a I'm damned if I do if I damned if I don't because if he didn't come to the hospital how would that look it would have been she would have it would have been yep yep it would have been like like, you are a deadbeat dad right so it's like okay like they I don't think that they had really any type of communication throughout her her nine months of pregnancy right he was like we didn't even really decide on a name like yes this name like what (laughs) so like I understand the awkwardness and I understand all of that but I'm I'm not giving him any pass and I'm not saying that he shouldn't because being pregnant seems like the hardest thing in the entire world um and having a child seems like the hardest thing in the entire world so i'm not saying that he shouldn't have been involved while she was pregnant but you said um you know you can either be here you can't be here for your son whatever like that but i'm not going to hold you against it because this was not our plan type of thing you know what i'm saying right she was kind of treating him like a sperm donor type of situation exactly and I don't think that that is fair because he never really, especially to Condola, can't say to all these other girls he'd be having sex with, but yes. with Condola, he never was an asshole really to her. Never. Um, yeah. So like, I don't think it's fair to treat him on those sperm donor terms. Um, but yeah, so they have the conversation, him and Chad have the conversation with about the name um and then the next scene was the um doctor yes so they go to the doctor's office doctor's like oh baby lost some weight 
but he's good. Um, he's healthy. And they're like freaking you know, out. Yeah, true, true new parent type energy. <laughs> like, oh my God, well, what happened? I'm doing everything I'm supposed to be doing. And, right. and Lawrence being, a, you know, trying to be a concerned father because he's not in, he is not involved in the child rearing process. Right, right. He's not even staying with Condola while he's in Los Angeles. Which would have been helpful. There are little things that he could have done to not make this process so murky and weird. Right, but like she also could have offered for him to be like, and this say. is why it's Murphy, murky, okay? Murphy. Correct. That's Murphy. Um, but because, because you know, it looks like Kiki. Uh, we uh, we don't know her name yet, right? Kiki <laughs> no, Palmer. Okay, Kiki Palmer, who plays Condola's sister, whose name might be Erica, <laughs> is staying at the sister's house. Yes. To help, you know, and I, you know, if I'm ever pregnant, it's so funny because my mother, uh, may she rest in peace. She was like, "Listen, when you have your baby." I'm going to be living with you for like a week or two just to help you with the process of a newborn. No, it's hard. It is c- incredibly difficult. So Especially like when you're by yourself, like she, she's a single mother, she's a single mother. So like any type of help would be helpful. Yeah. She could have said like, listen, you can stay with me while the baby's new. We can kind of figure this out together. She could have said that, but he also could have offered. So I can't really, I think they're both, you know, playing yes it's the non-communication for me honestly (laughs) and as a new mother I can see that she's very protective like any mom is just mama bear at this point right and I don't think it's personally anything against him personally like I said she's the primary caregiver she is the one with the baby all the time he's only doing weekends at the moment so like he wants to be involved in what the baby's eating, what's going on with your breasts, like what's going on with the breast milk. And she's like, everything is fine. Right. But like he, she shouldn't be mad at him for asking those questions because he wants to know what's going on with his kid. Right. And he was like an asshole if he didn't ask. But that's why it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's rough because I, I'm watching it. I'm like, okay, he's literally like, what's wrong with the milk? I can understand her being like, there is nothing wrong with my milk. You're not here to even see that babies don't latch on like that. Right. So like, it's not that easy to just be breastfeeding. Like he, but he doesn't know that. Like I, I it's a communication thing that yes. I think that on both sides, like I can't fault right now. I can't fault Lawrence. I can't fault Condola because they're both new. They're both freaking out. And the lack of communication is just making everything horrible. Um, yes. But that doctor's off um, visit was, it was interesting. The doctor was funny. Um. <laughs> About ugly babies. <laughs> Holly, I have to ask you a question. And you, go ahead. I know, go ahead. Ask me a question. Have you ever seen yes. an ugly yes. baby? Yes. <laughs> All the time. Girl. I'm so afraid to call a baby ugly because I'm superstitious in the sense of like, if I call somebody's baby ugly, at least out loud, then like my baby may turn out ugly. So like, I don't want to be the one to be like, oh, your baby's ugly or like a baby's ugly. I'm just like, every baby's cute. 
Okay, first of all, my niece is the cutest though. But anyway, your niece is your niece is actually cute. But (laughs) I will say this: um, the ten years ago, Holly, fifteen years ago, Holly, the amount of karma that she has developed when it comes (laughs) to like just talking about people, we gonna we need praying hands on my future child. That's first of all. Second, I think that sometimes babies need time to marinate before you put them on the internet so like I even right now I have a I have I know people that have children and the child is like eight weeks old nine weeks old it looks like an alien maybe give it some time to get yes, into color I agree to like has their eyeballs to like kind of grow into their sockets before you are just constantly posting them on my feed. Um, <laughs> but not all babies are cute. And that's, but that's, but that, you know, it's opinion. Like that has nothing to do with me as long yes. as you think that your child is cute. It was made from love. Yes. That has nothing to do with me, but yes, to answer your question, Jake. Yes. I've seen plenty of ugly babies um but they usually grow cute you know like sometimes they just need some time yeah, leave them in the oven in- for a little bit more you know like my you know just <laughs> they grow into their features you know what i'm saying they grow into them like sometimes. my niece does sometimes. not <laughs> listen my niece looks a thousand times different than when she was born like girl i was looking at her picture the other day from like when she first came home from the hospital till now she's a completely different human being <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Just give them some time. Like that's, that's, that's all I'm saying. Um, but yeah, so that, that doctor is funny. Cause I was cracking up and he was like, I've seen some hideous babies. And I'm like, thank you for saying that out loud because not all <laughs> babies are cute. Um, <laughs> so they are, they come out the doctor's office, they're walking, um, to the car and yes. He's asking about like, okay, so, and he already gave Elijah a nickname. His name is Ja. Yes. Um, which I actually, I've never heard that for Elijah. I actually really like that. Um, He's usually Eli. Yeah. I've, I've always heard Eli, any, any Elijah that I've known, I've called him Eli, but like, I, I might name my child Elijah just to call him Ja. Like I, I like that a lot, um, <laughs> but they're having conversation and he's like, okay, well, um, can we try to make the doctor's appointments on Fridays? And she's like, well, our doc, this doctor's really busy. So I just don't think that that's right. going to work. Um, and he's like, okay, well, can we talk about the baptism? My mom keeps asking mm-hmm. and she's like, oh, there's a church I've been to a couple times. Um, so we're thinking we're going to do it there. And he's like, okay, did you already plan this? yes she did (laughs) she's like i mean yeah like kira kira will send you an evite her name is kira oh kira yeah k-i-r-a i i I mean unless kira wasn't the one that was saying evite but like i'm if i think that that is her name and i'm gonna go with that i'm sure somebody will correct us tomorrow yes Um, (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure uh, but yes, yeah, so he was like, she was like, Kira will send you an evite. And he was like, okay, is this, is this what we're doing? Like, is, right. is it you going to schedule things? And I'm just going to show up. Right. And I'm, I'm like feeling that too. I'm like, okay, like we're not being fair. He's here. He is trying and things like that will make 
will push somebody away. So yeah, because it, it, you're going to have resentment towards the mother of your child. Right. So maybe if she was a little bit more inclusive in the beginning, then we wouldn't have this downfall towards, you know, the, the couple of months that passed by, like she wasn't right. being, she wasn't being welcoming. She wasn't being warm. I understand she's exhausted. Yeah. And you know what, in the wind down, um, her condola, Christina, who plays mm-hmm. condola said that she admits, or she admits that condola was not being fair, mm-hmm. but she also said, well, why would she be fair? Right. So, I mean, again, it's all back to the very first conversation they had when she found out that she was pregnant. You can be involved or you don't have to be involved. I think that she is letting him figure out how involved he wants to be. And based off his actions or responses is how she's delivering the information. That's just, my opinion. Right. I don't think that that's fair though, because it's like, you are, I, he want he clearly wants to be involved, but he doesn't know what to do, how to do it type of thing. Like, I feel like mother's instincts kick in for the most part, from what I've heard, from what I've seen, right. mother's instincts kind of kick in once you have the baby, like, even right. when it's like, how do I do this by myself? they figure out how to do it by themselves. Like they figure it out. Whereas men don't have that capability. So her not being patient with the process that he doesn't even know what's going on type of thing. Right. I can't say that that is fair because he's not there, you know, like, and he's playing this tiptoe game where he's like, I don't really want to offend her. Like, I think he was really trying to not be, stepping on her toes and being rude because right, she like is the mom you know what I mean because she's the mom but he's like okay like okay I'm I'm trying and that's like, what he kept saying like I'm trying he basically was like meet me halfway yes please meet me halfway yeah give me a throw me a bone give me something I'm trying like and she's just very just stoic just like I got this don't worry about it I'll fill you in here's the information this is what we're going to do. She's very much in control of this whole situation. Right. So that happened. She was just like, okay. He was like, I'm going to come. I'm going to come every week. And he, she was like, she was surprised. She was like, really? And he was like, yeah, like, I want to be there for my son. Like, I'm going to come every week. And she was like, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll check. We'll check with our schedules. We'll see how that works. Right. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, she is not making this easy for poor, poor Lawrence. Um, Maybe she feels resentment towards him that we don't know. But why? I mean, I'm looking at it from the episodes that we saw. Why are you resenting him? Like, Maybe she feels he's not trying harder. He's not trying hard enough. I mean, we finally learn why her resentment yeah. is towards him towards the end of the episode. Um, where they get into that blowout. But like if up until that point, we don't know, there seems to be a resentment towards him that we don't know why. Right. And she's taking it out in passive aggressive, passive aggressive ways, like not really informing him about the baby shower or not, in, not the baby shower, about the baptism, not involving him, you know, not, you know, giving much information about like 
the nights of her, you know, breastfeeding and doctor's appointments. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. again, she she said, why does she have to be fair? Right. (sighs) So we see a... Mm, was this the montage of them going him going back and forth so um, i don't believe so so i so what i have in my notes is after that whole situation because i said um that lawrence and condola have issues with communicating they don't really see eye to eye that we actually see him go back to san francisco and he starts nesting so we yes. see him putting up the um crib. trying to build the crib mm-hmm with you the know, wipes, very the, nice. Yeah, and it's interesting to see men nest because usually, you know, women are doing the nesting when they, you know, do the room and the crib and everything like that. So he's starting to nest in his house. Right, and what is nesting, Jade, for the people that don't know? Name So um, <laughs> I could look it up the definition, but from what I understand, nesting is, is a period when women start to, um, it's almost like, you know, when birds get their nest together for the eggs. Okay. So it's like when women nest is when they're doing like the baby's room and they're building their crib and they're painting and they're decorating, you know, trying to get the room ready for the baby. Okay. So that's pretty much a woman nesting. And we see Lawrence nesting in his apartment as he's trying to build the crib, do the little, um, what do you call that thing above the crib that plays the music? Well, mm. Mm. I was going to say the nursery, but that's not right. Right. So nesting is a woman getting the nursery together. So Lawrence clearly has a one bedroom. Yeah, the mobile. Mm -hmm. And Lawrence (laughs) is nesting in his apartment because I guess he has plans. And we also learned this, that he wants to bring the baby back to San Francisco. And this is where (laughs) I agree with Condola. Well, okay. So, I mean, we're jumping ahead. We're jumping ahead, but girl. Yes. Okay. We're, we're going to hold that, hold that. We're going to yes. get, we're going to get there. Um, so he's nesting and then she gets it. Uh, to, he sends her, she sends her in the text message about uh, Simone's, Simone's first, first birthday party. Okay. Asking if she's like, should we go together? And he's like, uh, with, what with did you feel? yes. What did you feel about that? Cause I'm like, okay, this is interesting <laughs> question. <laughs> He was like with jaw. I mean, I, so at first I was like, maybe she thought about, cause maybe she was like, okay, he's trying. So let me try. That's what I first thought when she sent that text, like, okay, girl, like, are you just like, maybe we should try this, not try this, but like, maybe I should like be a little bit nicer. Let's do something together type of thing. I thought, because you know how Jade is, (laughs) that maybe this was her throwing him a bone. But you know how, like, you have, like, like, she's very, you know, women during this time are very emotional and hormonal. And that's so maybe she was feeling that he is trying. Maybe she wants to have a little bit connection with him in the sense of, like, that's my baby daddy. Yes. And let's go together to see how this can go if we were like on really good terms. Yes, that's what I, that's what I got. But he was like, 
with Ja, right? Like, we're not gonna be right. Like, but I think because he thought, he thought about it of like, who would be at this birthday party? Mm. I can't just roll up with Condola when this would probably be the first time that I'd see Issa. So like, right. Oh, you know what? It's funny you say that because also as a new mom. Um, people are very moms are like, I know my, how my niece was and my, how my brother girlfriend's mom, no, my brother, how do I say this? I know when Issa was first born, my niece, they rarely brought her out in her first couple of weeks, which I guess, I don't know if he thought this, I doubt he thought this in his mind. Like, like, are we going to the birthday party without the baby? Right. You know what I mean? I think his, when he kind of took a step back and thought about it, I think his thought was probably, his first thought was probably Issa. Oh, honestly. absolutely. Like a week, like, like mm-hmm. I can't, ah, uh, like, uh, I got to show up to his birthday party. Cool. But now, and he probably didn't even think about like Condola's friends with um, Tiffany. So. Oh, that's right. I he probably didn't even that. think about that. He probably was just like, oh yeah, I'm going to go to this birthday party. But oh right, you're also going to this birthday party, and all right, we ha- we're gonna we're gonna bring our child that we made together, and I haven't seen Issa. Like I think that was, as a man, I think that was what his thought process was. Yes, you know, men be thinking. It's true, way. and I also find it very interesting how they ro- like they didn't have to show up together. They didn't. They really did not. He could have been like, "Oh, I'll meet you there." Could have just met there. Um, he was wearing, he was full dad mode. Okay. They looked together, girl. They They looked together. They did. And, um, what's her name? Uh, what's her name? The the funny one. Kelly. Kelly Kelly was like, oh, look at you guys. This is the baby that has both of your faces. (laughs) (laughs) Like, hmm. Kelly was hosting the first birthday. She was because she was the godmother and she is obsessed with the child, as Derek said, um, which I think is hilarious. But it was it was it wasn't as awkward with them together. But then when Lauren started kind of asking Kelly, like, Kelly, what's going on? How are you doing? Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm good. Thank you for asking. I'm sober now. Like all yes, these things. She's sober for nine months. Right. Which I love. Um, and then he's like, okay, how's everyone else? And she's like, everybody that I know is thriving and immaculate. There you go, Kelly. <laughs> Hold it like, down for Issa. Hold it down, girl. Right. And he was like, got it so I'm not gonna get my my direct answer answered or my direct ask answered so uh, indirect question to you know who he wanted to ask about but not outright yes so then we get to the baby was hungry and Lawrence is like I got it I'll take the baby to get some food Brings the baby back to Condola. Condola's like, what's that on his face? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, you know, I just went over, um, gave him some food. And Condola was like, we, we, whoa, we haven't introduced solid food to him yet. Right. 
and Lawrence is like okay well now we know he likes carrots like it's not that big of a deal and see so this is where I'm like I understand why she's upset like I get oh, that absolutely a hundred could be he could be allergic right that's that's a whole mess so like men like it's a whole thing it's a whole thing and it's a whole mess even like the little things of like it's going to change his poop like things like that oh absolutely because I remember from my niece, they tracked everything. Like they were, because tr- my niece was living with me at the time. Like we were all living together, my niece, my brother, and my niece's mom. And they literally tracked when they ate, when they slept, when they peed, when they pooped, what color the poop was, mm-hmm. everything. So from her perspective, and this is also her fault too, exactly. for not like communicating that because according to the doctor they said oh so now the baby's four months old yeah i guess so because i mean he he did look bigger but yeah they said after four months after four months you can introduce the food so i guess yeah he's after four months yeah yeah but i mean i and i understand she should have said something to him especially if he has plans on taking the baby for like a couple days then that needs to be communicated like this is what the food schedule is. This and it's also it's it's not common knowledge. Like knowing that you need to introduce solid foods. Like if a doctor says to a man, yeah, you can introduce solid foods after four months, a guy's gonna be like, okay, we can introduce solid foods after four months. Like I don't understand what why we need to wean it in. You it's not common sense to know, yes, you can introduce it, but you are slowly correcting certain things in. That's not common sense. She's like whoa you should have talked to me for this but like I get that like I get it like I understand why you're upset but like also understand like it's not common sense for him to know these things right he's a new parent he's a new dad how would he know right so that caused a whole big thing they start yelling over the poor children present um yes knock it over presents (laughs) yes and I like the fact that um what is his name I always forget the Derek Derek pulled him away. That was a smart move. Yes. Derek and said, I, some boxes. Yes. And you know, and it's funny because you and I don't have experience with this, but you know, I have a brother who just had a baby. I had a couple of friends, guy friends that have a baby. Um, when you, when one parent gives another parent parenting advice, they, you, you get a little bit defensive and yeah. Lawrence was a little bit defensive. And Derek was just be like, listen, I've been in your shoes. I, I'm trying to help you. Right. I think Derek approached it very well. Yes. Um, but Lawrence is like, we're not married. So like, it's, it's a completely different, this type of argument might've been completely different from you and Tiffany's argument. Cause like y'all are married, y'all took vows, y'all better stay. Me and her are just not communicating correctly at all. And that was Derek's point. You guys have to learn how to communicate. Right. And I do agree with Derek with that. The baby feels that energy. Oh, yes. A thousand percent. He's a hundred percent correct. Yes. I believe that to the fullest. That is very true. Um, Oh, my goodness. Yes. So uh, Lawrence is like, okay, and take a step back and... I'll figure it out. Like, I'll figure out how we can communicate, communicate type of thing. Yes. Um, can we talk real quick about the, ba- about, the about pepper pig <laughs> getting yes. roasted in the kiddie pool? 
Getting high. Getting high. high in the kiddie pool. Why do you think that was okay? At a, at a, Girl, at a kid's birthday. Kelly out here hiring her cousin. A mess. But that's very, very on brand for Kelly. So. In true Kelly fashion. <laughs> In true Kelly fashion. Yes. Um. So that was funny. So then is now the montage? Um. We... No, because they have to do the uh, the baptism. Remember, the montage comes after the baptism. Wait, so did the baptism come before the party? Um, I have in my notes, I have Uncle Ronnie. Is after the birthday party? No, it's actually before. Okay, yeah, so I was gonna the, say we skipped that. We skipped that, but you know the 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 first birthday p- party was pivotal in their kind of relationship and the lack and it just showed the lack of communication mm-hmm. um but yes the families meet each other right we meet mm-hmm. uncle ronnie giving him a five dollars <laughs> it's five dollars <laughs> <laughs> and the mom lawrence's parents i think this is the first time we meet lawrence's parents right i haven't we haven't seen them before the mom the dad You've seen the mom, mom before we've seen the dad we haven't seen the mom okay yeah the dad was in the second to last or third um one of the last episodes in last season um he came down and, and um lawrence met him for lunch oh yes yeah but I we didn't meet the mom I thought it was funny that the mom was like, listen, they only put the holy water on the baby's head. What about the rest of the body? She's like, I guess the forehead saved. So that's good. But (laughs) what, what, like, why is that just a little sprinkle? Yes. Um, But again, we feel attention. What I thought was weird, I will say, is when Lawrence went over, it was Condola, the sister and the mom Mm-hmm. And Lawrence was like, oh, what are y'all, what are y'all laughing about? How is my son? Like, I, I always cringe whenever a parent says my son or like my daughter, like in that sense. Like how's that, like how's our son? Yes. Instead of saying like, how's our son? He was like, oh, how's my son? Well, because I feel like Condola is making it very, making very, making a very, what's the name? Poignant, poignant. I think Condola, I'm, I'm trying to use big words here and it's not working. It's late. I think it's Condola late, is really making it a point like this is my child. Right. This is my child. This is my baby shower. Now, my baptism, I keep saying baby shower. This is my <laughs> baptism. This is my child. And here is the father of my child. Right. Yes. So then when he said what... um how's my son doing? I was like, ah, okay. Yeah. yeah. We are, we're getting real like that to me, like that to me was like a, they probably wrote that in the script and put my in bold because I felt emphasis on that. My, okay. We get a little nitpicky. We get a little petty here. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so I don't think I remember anything significant happening at the baptism oh wait 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 right before we jump we leave so what happened was is that like we said before when lawrence went up to the mom and the sister whose name is kira (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> and said, how's my son doing? Condola goes, oh, I think, you know, the baby needs a nap. Yes. And he was like, oh, a nap would sound really good right now. And then Kira was like, well, why would you need a nap? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, I bet you're so tired. I bet you're so tired. <laughs> so that was a really weird exchange. So after, after that, he's seen back. And I do like that there's different like plane sounds to know that when the plane's taking off, you know, like landing. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I like that. Like those Yes, Holly. <laughs> Go off with that description. I'm weak. Um, so yes, yeah, so we hear we see that he's back in San Francisco and he finishes up like a work work call. It seems to be pretty late. And he gets a you know reminder text on his phone that he has a flight. At 8 a.m. Yes, and he's like he looks at his phone. He looks at his pack bag by the door. You could just hear him say to himself, you can feel it. He didn't even say anything. You could just feel it. He's like, I really don't feel like doing this, especially after that awkward exchange. Like, I just don't feel like right doing at it. the baptism. Right. Yeah. So he ends up texting Condola, like, sorry, I got a lot of work to do. Work is late. You know, I'm not going to be able to come. Um, How would you feel though? I'd be about pissed. That. I, I, absolutely. Yeah. Especially you made a commitment. You made a commitment. Uh, here you are letting me down. Like I, I've, I want as much as like, I'm. the situation is weird and I might feel some type of way about you or whatever. I'm still rooting for you. Like I'm not here. Absolutely. I'm not here hoping that you're going to fail. I'm rooting for you and you're now letting me down in a simple task where this is something that you asked for. You asked to come every week. This was your, your schedule. This is your plan. Yes. And now lucky you, you're tired and you can't come, but I'm still going to have to take care of this child. Like there's no, I'm tired. I don't want to do this. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, What a great parallel. Yes. (laughs) So um that is where I was like all right Lawrence you're you're already, start- you're already starting you're already starting <laughs> and what I also like about this scene because then we see um we see that what I really love the most about this scene is that you see Condola in the kitchen looking tired mm-hmm. in these clothes that she looked like she's been wearing the whole day mm-hmm. covered in baby food yep. what I mean the level the level of detail that they did for this is incredible you saw clearly the postpartum belly yes and Which I, I appreciate a lot yes and then here's Kira with the baby doing a little <laughs> crip walk on the island. And what I like, and what, what you said before, and I'm going to piggyback on what you said about like, she's rooting for him. She's also protecting him in a sense of like, she didn't even want to tell the sister oh, about yeah. what had just happened with Lawrence. Oh yeah. Because and- the last thing that you want is for your family to now resent the father of the child. Whatever, I mean, your, whatever your relationship is with him is between you and him. The last thing you want is now the sister getting involved and having resentment and feeling some type of way because that's just going to add even more pressure to the whole situation. So she was kind of protecting him a little bit. Listen, we do that. I know I do that. 
Um, there have been people that I have dealt with mm-hmm. that my friends do not approve of. And yes. uh, <laughs> they were like, listen, Holly, if you happy, I'm happy, but that's bullshit. Like they like, now nah, we, we not feeling this guy. And it's like, now I can't tell you everything. Like he, if he pissed me off, I can't tell you because yes. that's another thing. Like, because as, as friends and especially the sister who's clearly protective of her sister. Yeah. We keep notes. Oh yes. And there's no, the, the, what I always say to people is like, you will forgive, you can forgive this guy a hundred times, but me as your friend or as your family, I'm not going to, I'm going to remember, I'm not going to forgive him. And you can keep going back and you probably will keep going back. It's going to take you a couple times to figure out like he ain't shit or whatever the case is. But I ain't never forgetting. But I'm never forgetting. And like that energy, oh, child, the stories. That's another, (laughs) that's another, I feel that. I feel that. But, um, oh my gosh. But yeah, so she was like, I don't, you know, Kiki was like, kind of sensed something was wrong. She was like, what happened? She's like, you already don't like him. Yeah. I really won't tell you. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, let me not add salt to the wound. Let me not make this worse. Right. And she calls, uh, she calls him Ashy Larry, which I thought was funny. She's like, uh, Ashy Larry strikes again. Like, I don't know why she called him Ashy. Um, so the fact that she said he strikes again kind of gives us the sense that this is not the first time he's done this. What I got from it was just being her sister and being protective I don't know that Condola was saying anything or if this is his first time or whatever like that Mm -hmm. I think it was more so like just looking at it you want the best for your your family you want the best for your friends so if I can look at it from the outside looking in she might be saying I'm fine I'm this I told him that I can take care of the baby by myself whatever like that right but you wanting the best for her you're like, nah, this nigga's not shit. Like my sister is tired. My sister's the one that went through this pregnancy by herself. Like all of these things. So she might already have this kind of preconceived notion about him Mm -hmm. um, where it's just like, this nigga's not shit because he's clearly not involved 80%, 70%, 40% into this. um, And I don't fuck with him, but I don't know if, she may not, not know the stem- whole story. Right. And I don't know if that stems from Condola actually like saying this or um, just her just being like, I want the best for my sister and you're clearly not giving her the best type of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So uh, Kira, who is Kiki Palmer, she was like, listen, because they were supposed to have a, a massage day. She mm-hmm. was like, listen, you go do your massage day. I will watch um, Elijah practice on his crib walk. <laughs> yeah, you know the mo- moms need moms need a break. Yes. Oh and, my God. Yes. And every chance I got, I was like, "Listen, give me my niece." Even now, and my niece is like sixteen months. Give me my niece. Y'all need a break. Y'all need to go out. You guys need a nap. You guys need to sleep. I got it. Right. So I get it. I get it. I'm the sis. I'm Kiki. I'm Kira. <laughs> hey, Kira. Hey. Um, 
<laughs> but yes. Yeah, so then after that is when we, we, we jumped ahead, but that was when Condola reached out to Lawrence and was like, Hey, should we do this, this thing together after the the birthday party mm-hmm. comes the montage, um, which I thought was really interesting. I think it was a, this was a powerful thing because now we're seeing the two parallels of both parents we're mm-hmm. seeing their week we're seeing their day-to-day and the show kind of trails kind of shows the difference in the level of commitment of parenting in my opinion so you have condola on one side on the right you have lawrence on the left you see condola exhausted with the baby you see lawrence at his job thriving popping bottles popping bottles mm-hmm. you see and she cleaning bottles okay yes you see lawrence on a date fucking that girl from the date that he left <laughs> you see condola and you hear the girl moaning and screaming oh yeah poor condola is half asleep on the toilet and then she right. wakes up to hear her baby crying and screaming and screaming mm-hmm. Condola is sleeping on the couch, not even in the bed, on the couch. Mm-hmm. She is exhausted, which is why I, f- and, and, and like, it's just like crazy to me because it's like men and it, and this is, this is what I find very interesting. And this is just about like society life, how like Women are expected or mothers 24 seven. Yep. And then dads are not expected to be dads 24 seven. Nope. Women are always asked, how is it balancing being a mom and working? Mm -hmm. But you never hear that question being asked to a man. Mm -hmm. Never. So you have Lawrence out here living his best life being a parent a part-time parent and a mom can never ever ever be a part-time parent and it shows and i like and it shows the trials and tribulations of a single mother it does and they did that they did that beautifully i think so too he keeps stressing how hard he's trying and he's doing everything he can and he's trying he's this and he that but not once has he had a super, super tired night right. due to the baby. Like he may be tired from partying and fucking this bitch. <laughs> but she he's not had like a sleepless night because of the child. He hasn't had to wash one baby bottle. I don't even know if he's changed a diaper. I was just about to say <laughs> that, girl. Like, has he bathed the child before? I don't think that he's bathed the child. Um, so then we get to. I think I, I'm sorry to cut you off. I, I just, it, it upsets me in a sense of like, nobody's saying that you can't live your life, Lawrence, but Condola's life is the child, is right. baby Ja. That's not your life, obviously. And if you were really trying and you were really trying to be involved, fuck that date. Fuck that bitch. You could have been with your baby at least. Who cares what day? I don't know what day of the week it could have been. But like, in my opinion, 
yes, you could have had your job that you were thriving in because that's good for you and possibly the child. But I think Condola makes enough money where she don't need him financially. Right. Um, but did you fuck that girl that you went on a date with? That could have been time spent with your kid. Right. In my opinion, you're trying so hard, but you're, are you really like trying? You know right. what I'm saying? We don't see him in the montage, like checking up on Condola, checking up on his son. You don't see any of that at all. No. So I'm saying like, it's, I don't know, Lawrence. I don't know, man. Like I can't, I can't, I can't vouch for you on that one because that montage put a lot of things in perspective when it came to just like, she's literally a single mother. Like, yes. There's uh, Kira made a good point where she was like, he's basically the, the uncle. Like <laughs> he's not being a father. This is not what a father does. Like you don't just check up every once a week i'm here to pick my son picks him up all right i'll see him next week <laughs> but, but um, if we are playing devil's advocate she did say that she was gonna do this by herself with exactly. or without him exactly so if, i mean like if we're gonna be if we're gonna be all about lawrence not being involved she did say that you know she was gonna do this by herself she sure did so um, i mean as a woman you feel you empathize with her or you sympathize with her. Right. But like she did say again, she was going to do this with or without him. He could be involved if he wanted to be, but she has, she was no mother or woman is prepared for this level of exhaustion. No. And it's not something you're supposed to do by yourself. Like agree. You're, you're, this is, I, I just truly think like you are supposed to have a partner or a support system, but like a partner, because at the end of the day, like, yeah, you can have a support system. You can have your mom there, your sister there, whatever, but they also have their own lives. So like, yeah. it's, it's not really up to them. It's not on them to, to be that for you, but it's, it took two for Elijah to get there. It takes two to support a child, not support with money wise or anything like that. Just support with everything because Agreed. It's the hardest job in the entire world. Yeah, mentally, um, emotionally. Oh know? my gosh. Like, uh, <laughs> woo, and, and sleep I, deprivation just... is, I mean, I mean, the amount of sleep she's getting versus the amount of sleep he's getting, you oh know. God, he's tired from work. Okay, but you have the weekends, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can... I just, I, I, I see both sides where it's just like, I think Lawrence, you know, it shows that he's living his best life, but I also am just like, I saw, I was watching Married at First Sight and um, basically a girl said something and then she really wanted the, the husband to do something else. She was like, go ahead, leave. And he yeah. was like, okay, I'm about to leave. And she was like, how dare you leave? Like, and they were having like a conversation about it as couples. And one of the husbands were like, people he was he said women but people but women usually you need to say what you what you mean and mean what you say type of thing so men are not mind readers men are very simple in that aspect of like if you tell me exactly is tell me exactly it is that you want tell me exactly it is that that you need because we we're not mind readers right so 
condole is saying, listen, I will do this with or without you. I don't really need your help like that. And I'm not going to hold anything against you. Lawrence is taking it as, okay, like I'm going to check up on my son every so often, but like, you don't need me. Right. And like, not even to be like an asshole, but like you, you said, you don't need me. And I've tried in the beginning when our son was a newborn, I tried to, you know, make us do a schedule or do something like that. And you were very standoffish with it. So like, all right, well, I'm going to keep continuing living my life over here, but he could also use it as a cop-out in a sense of like, well, I was not prepared for this and you sprung this on me. So. Right. Which is leading to the The big fight. The big fight, Um, which is, I, I, I think it was at the end of the montage where Lawrence texted Condola asking if, he can take Ja for the weekend, right? Yes. And I think because she was so tired, because she's you saw that she thought about it. She hesitated yeah. before she sent the text message. I think out of pure exhaustion, she needed a break. And I think she went against her better judgment and was like, fine, yes, sure, you can take him. So we cut to Condola with baby Ja. And we find out that he's, he's cranky. The baby's crying, baby's hungry. And Lawrence is a little bit late. Um, so he takes the child. He's like, and she's like, you know what? Let me just feed him. You know, let me just get him settled because he's crying. And he's like, I just got here. Like, let me do it. Like, you know what I mean? And she's like, no, I got it. Let me do it. They get into this argument because he's like, basically, you don't let me do anything. Right. And before we even get into that, she so the text message, it said what he wanted to do was he wanted to take him overnight. He didn't even want to take him for the weekend. And I think that he was he was like she was like, I don't want him being in in a in a place like like a new place. It's weird for him type of thing. Um. I think he w- he said like it's only five minutes away, so I think he might have gone like an Airbnb like down the street type of thing. Ah, uh, so he wasn't bringing him the baby back to um, San Fran. Yeah, because my impression was like, oh, he's gonna bring the baby back to San Francisco. Okay, right. Um, yeah. Because we did see him with the crib. Right. Which I that's why I was like, oh, that's a little confusing. But he was like, why are you acting like this? It's literally like five minutes away. Like it's not that far. See, all right. So this is why in in that aspect, I kind of like agreed with Condola because like this is probably her first time being without the baby. Yes. And she's trusting him as the father. I also think, again, she's exhausted um, that I'm going to let you have the baby overnight. This may be her first time without the baby. So any parent, especially mom, would be weary about that. Right. Also, she's never been to where the baby's going to stay. Right. You don't know the environment. She don't know nothing. Like, and he's getting upset with her. And I'm like, I don't, again, he's, as, from a man's point of view, because he's not involved with the baby every single day, he does not understand that, like, changing a baby's environment, you know, can add stress to the child. Right. He's like, what is the big deal? Why are you acting like this? When he said, shut up, I was oh! like, oh. Girl, 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 girl. I was like, Lawrence, no. He was, he had had it at that point. Oh, you know, that was, 
that was his breaking point. That was him. Like, I've been wanting to say this for a long time. But he said, shut up. I was she's, like, she's like, forget it. He, the baby's not going. And I, I, rightfully so, because now he's angry. So now right. I don't want my child with you while you're angry. And she said, I don't trust you. Yeah. Which is a big part. And that, I think that is the big theme of why she is acting the way that she is with him and why she has been this entire time. Cause she's like, I don't trust you. Like, and he hasn't shown actions to be at least in the beginning he was trying. Right. Now we see based on the montage and the conversations with the sister and um, he's not coming because he's tired. He hasn't been, he hasn't shown any, any actions for him consistency for him, for her to trust him. Right. With the baby. Right. And not only that, let's just be honest here. They have not been together with the baby at night together at all. How does she, the, how does he know how to take care of the baby at night? The baby sleep schedule, what the baby eats. Like he, she doesn't know. He doesn't know obviously because he's not there with the baby overnight. That too. I, I think that there is, yeah. So like, I have it paused on my screen. He, she's, I guess he was said something. She said, what? She's, I'm sorry. He said, what? She said, we should talk about that. He said, what if I did, what if we did like an overnight in LA first? And that's how they got to that so through the text thread. This is a perfect pause that I have right here. Um, but you're hundred percent right. Like, how does he know how to take care of a child overnight? Like yeah. a newborn, like he's not a newborn. Let's say he's like five months now, but like, still, <laughs> how do you know how to take care of him overnight? His sleep schedule, all that stuff like that. Like sleep schedule, that, feeding schedule. He's, but that goes he- from a lack of communication, but I think you're right. I think that she was probably feeling a moment of I'm exhausted, whatever, like, yes, you can take the baby. I, I like, I, I need, I need it. I would love a night to myself, but right. in theory, it's like, wait, this is my first time being away from my child. I don't, I don't think this is a good idea. So she definitely freaked out and kind of took it out on him, mm-hmm. but then all of the emotions kind of erupted from there. And all, and the hovering issues came out in that conversation. Yes. Where we've learned there is a lack of communication where she goes, you don't even call to find out about your son. How, she goes, when he, when she said, you don't even call to find out what the kid is eating, how your son is eating. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh no, oh no. Then she she said, like, you know, I had to call Tiffany because we had to go to urgent care in the middle of the day. And he was like, what? Why didn't you tell me? And she's like, and you would have done what? On like, a Tuesday. What you- right. <laughs> like, what would you have done? Like, I don't fly here from San Francisco on a Tuesday. Right. Um, so then really the big thing that was said was he said that you blew up my life. Oh. And she goes, excuse me. Right. And she's like, all right. And he was like, give me my son. He's like, listen, I'm going to do whatever I need to do with or without you to get my son. Oh, she, he threatened her. That was a threat. That was, was like, are a, we, we going to court now? Like, what that's we, what, what I thought. I'm like, oh, now he's going to get the courts involved. He said, I'm going to do whatever I can to get my son. 
And she said, get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> Rightfully so. Rightfully so. But he had the nerve to be like, because she was like, well, you left and went to San Francisco. And he was like, you told me this after I, I already accepted a job in San Francisco. Right, And you made the decision. Correct. You already made the decision that you were going to go through this, that this is what you were going to do. Like I both, I mean, it was not communicated correctly. They both were, I mean, he was out of line with a lot of things that he said, but I saw both sides of what they were saying. Cause she was, mm-hmm. he just was like, listen, like I already had this job. I wasn't, it's, I, it'd be different if like they were together and then they ended up not being together and he took the shot, whatever like that, but they were not together. He already had this job. Yes. He already had a plan of what he was going to do. And she came to her. I mean, it, it's hurtful, but she did essentially blow up his life. Like it, it's hurtful and it's not the child's fault. No, but she did put a bomb on his life. Cause it's it, for him. It's not even just like, now I have this child. It's like, now I can't be with the woman that I actually want to be with. Like if this child didn't happen, I would be at Issa. We would be in San Francisco. Like everything would be perfect type of thing. So, and, and she is older than him, right? Condola decided to have this child because she was like probably in her mid thirties, mid to late thirties. Yes. And she, and she wasn't. And I think she, from what it sounded like when she told him about it, it sounded like she already Oh, right, abortion. because she was married. Yes, and it she was already had So I think she had an abortion because she said, I wasn't ready the first time this happened. Yes. So I didn't go through with it. But this time, you know, if something feels different, like I feel ready. And listen, you can't be doing abortions all willy-nilly all the time like that. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It kind of have to, you got to, you, you, that's playing with fire. Like, so I feel her on that aspect, but he didn't have a say he, he, he didn't did have not a say. so that was rough um so yeah, they left it like that he is back on the plane my worst nightmare um, turbulence happens it was even it felt like the i was like are we gonna isa are you about to kill lauren girl in my mind i'm like oh no she's not about to kill okay <laughs> my my two thoughts were no she is not about to kill lawrence off right now <laughs> and two i thought maybe he was dreaming Okay, I didn't I didn't get the dream aspect just because like I'm sitting there like I'm starting to get sweaty because like I hate flying and like just watching any type of like almost plane crash turbulence to that extent where like the flight attendants look when the flight attendants look nervous. Woo, that's when that's when things (laughs) right, 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 right. That's when things get crazy. But he looks at the moon. The, the moon turbulence happened up again. That is a that's three times, right? The, yeah, that's the, the third time. Third time the moon, and he must and have been thinking about Issa. Yep. No, that's the fourth time, really, because like the first time was their breakup. The second time was when Issa saw it at the show. The third time was the breakup, but like his aspect of the breakup, and now right. this is the fourth time. So he looks at the moon. The turbulence starts happening. It's like God was like. I'm going to give you some chaos. Yeah. <laughs> and then it kind of slows down, but you kind of see him like sink into his seat. He has like tears in his eyes. Rightfully so, because his whole life probably flashed right before his eyes. Right. And then it, he looks at the moon again um, and then gets back to his apartment, um, calls Condola, 
and basically is like, what are we going to do? Hey, what are, you know, I'm sorry how that happens. Um, but you're right. Like, I don't think that this is working. And she's like, yeah. And he's like, okay, so what, like, where do we go from here? Like, what are we going to do? And then they end it like that. But that was, it was great. And I think that whole playing situation really kind of brought him back, you know, to, I got to figure some shit out. You know what I mean? It definitely put things into perspective. It's funny because when I was watching the wind down, what she said is what I thought where something like that, it's like, yes, it was turbulence, whatever like that. But he probably was like, I'm doing this back and forth and I almost just lost my life. Like, I don't want to do this back and forth type of thing anymore. Like, I think this is going to prompt him to move back. back. Yeah. But like, he could work from home. I mean, he could could work from Los Angeles. He can for sure work from home. That like, that's definitely a thing that he can do. Um, But I think that's what is going to elude him to stay because... I think that kind of just put things for like I'm I'm on this plane every weekend like I'm kind of risking my life like this, yeah. is, this is a lot but I liked I I really liked that episode I think it gave a lot of information like it, this didn't feel like a short episode it felt like a good amount of time right and they gave the right amount of information um that we needed they answered a lot of questions mm-hmm. um I liked it. I thought it was really, really good. Yeah, I thought it was great. Again, it was another concise episode. Not too much fluff. Kind of got straight to the point. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. Again, I agree with you. I think this is going to prompt him to move back to Los Angeles. For Lawrence's character's sake, I hope he's able to keep this job. And do I hope it, so. And do it from home at least. You know what I mean? And then he just flies to San Fran maybe like once when he a needs week. To. When he needs to, right. Mm-hmm. Um, I but mean, not- even, even if he's not able to keep this job, I think that he's built up his resume enough where I think he'll be okay. Okay. Like, I don't think we're going to have him backsliding into like struggle Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Um, I think regardless, I think he'll be okay in the job aspect, but is definitely something he can do from home he needs to be in the office for what you know maybe if san francisco doesn't seem to be the fit for him he's afraid of those trolleys (laughs) (laughs) she was like you lucky you you cute because that was stupid i was like girl have you ever met somebody who was so cute like they was dumb but they were just so cute you like you know what girl yeah fuck it you sure I mean, not in, I wasn't dating the person, but I definitely knew somebody who was like really, really good looking, but he was not, the, the wires were not connecting up here. Okay. He was, mm-mm. he was very handsome, very handsome guy, but he was book smart too. Just the, there's something, something, so, I don't know. So it wasn't clicking. Something, something wasn't clicking. Was not clicking. Poor kid. Um, she said, poor kid. <laughs> yeah this was this was good so next week according to the trailer um they look like they're on the beach they're like a girl's trip like a girl's trip but nathan and his friends are also i don't love that andrew is not incorporated in this like right because what what happened to him 
Like Andrew would have been on the trip, you know, like and, and now so it's some other guy. It's some other guy who he look cute, he's a little nice little thickness that we like. Um, but he I don't know, I don't love that. But I'm sure they'll address it and be like, oh, where's Andrew type of thing? But like we could have brought him back. We could have brought him back for this episode and it would have been a little nice little awkward exchange, but then also the friend can go for Molly at the same time. That would have been cool. That would have been nice and messy, okay? <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, girl. Well, everyone, that was queued up episode three. Pressure. Okay. Yes. Pressure. Yes. We'll be back next week for episode four. Four. How many episodes in total is ten, right? Ten. Oh my goodness. We're almost halfway through already. I know. So sad. Devastating. I know. But it's going, it's going, it's going well. We're doing good. I agree. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast on It's True Jade Fashion. Also, Holly is posting these episodes on Holly's Hit or Mitt as well. We're trying to get as many listeners' eyes, ears on these episodes. So follow Holly Hit or Miss. Follow In True Jade Fashion. You can find Cued Up within True Jade Fashion and within Holly's Hit or Miss. And we will see you guys next week for episode four. Yes, we will. Good night. Bye, guys. Well, not good night, but bye, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, everyone. Bye. (laughs)